0: Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. I'm calling today's class The Art of Resting because sometimes after you have a vacation or a spring break, you need a break. Does, does anyone relate to that ever? Anyone ever come back from Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. And particularly before we dive back into another week, it's always a good good thing. And, and even uh, kind of the the energy of spring, right? It's Gorgeous out there and we're getting out and doing more, but our body needs to balance that as well. So uh, as part of our spring cleaning, one of the things that we've uh, talked about with the body is slow conscious breathing, and getting ourselves back to uh, a feeling of balance. So we're going to do that today. We will, we will move. For those of you that are like, ah, shoot, I need to do something about last night. Um, that's handled. We will move. Uh, we will get the circulation going, but we're going to visit all the resting poses in the practice um, a little bit too, because rest is something that's built into the yoga practice. It's not something we do when we can't practice anymore. It's something that we uh, we often begin in a resting pose and we often return to a resting pose uh, throughout class. So you think things like child's pose, constructive rest, suputabhadrasana. I'm. Uh, um, Totally no. Uh, the one we're going to start with today, hips on a block. Uh, so if you have two blocks, grab them and you're going to put them end to end across your mat. We're going to get there, right? And with hips on a block, Diparita uh, Karani is the, uh, the Sanskrit of the pose where you put your legs up in the air. So you can take that one, right? or Uh, if you prefer a supported bridge where you don't extend the legs in the air but you just have the hips raised that's good too sometimes like the uh the legs in the air isn't um, exactly restful so feel free to improvise with supported bridge block under your hips if you don't have a block if you are still out there without a block in this yoga sphere um a come by the studio i'll get you a block or send me a message and i'll tell you where to get a block if you're not near the studio uh, B, if you don't have one right now, just lie down. Like, just lie down. And you can put your legs up in the air. You could put your hips on a pillow. Uh, it's like the improv ad lib. The purpose here, many different purposes for elevating our hips, but to bring us into a more restful state, right, is that we, we make it easier for blood flow to get back to the heart. Right. So whenever you lift... Your hips, your legs, That's right? the literal, put your feet up and relax. That's a phrase for a reason. And again, this is one of those things that's in the practice. It's not extra. We don't get it because we deserve it or because we can't do something harder. But because rest is important. It's important to rest from whatever day we were having before we begin the practice of yoga. It's like in the practice of yoga, we have transition spots where it's important to rest and allow the body and the mind to absorb what just happened and clear out for what's going to happen. Something that's kind of counterculture, kind of radical in our multitasking world.
1: So, if nothing else, do it to be rebellious. Honestly, that's the only way they got me to do it. Start to take slow, deep breaths so that you're enhancing the restful quality with the way you're breathing. Another way to enhance this, make sure your legs aren't too far forward. This
0: uh, is seeing some blocks that are too high uh, under the lumbar spine and the legs are shifting forward past the blocks. Legs are either directly above the blocks or slightly in, right? And uh, If you prefer to just do your thing and not listen, I don't, don't. (laughs) it doesn't matter to me. But for the restful quality, we want knees uh, maybe slightly bent, even if that helps to get the legs vertical rather than kind of held out there at an angle.
1: Because when we take
0: resting postures, ones that are designed for this, or when we take a resting posture in class when our body or mind is overwhelmed. We want to give it the quality of practice, then we give everything else. It is not taking a break. It's not zoning out. It's not checking out. It's practiced rest. So you get as still as you can and try to avoid fidgeting and just doing right stuff. This is the literal, don't just do something, be there. Physically, so that then you can allow yourself to do that mentally. So the, the motor neurons moving from your brain, quiet down. and whatever's going on in your brain, can be shifted in focus to this steady,
1: deep breathing, which we know is good for us. One more breath here. Bring your feet slowly to the floor
0: Press feet down into the mat. You'll lift your hips up off the block if it's underneath there. And slowly slide back down to the mat. If you got off the mat to go do legs up the wall, something like that, it's a good time to come back. Pause with your feet on the floor. Let your knees come together in constructive rest pose. You may feel like you wanna walk the feet out a little wider. That's cool too. So here's this thing we do on our back. called abdominal series part of vinyasa flow to do that thing and whether you love it or you dread it you may need to rest during an abdominal series if you do this is where you come this is the place where you have literal constructive rest so that when it's time to get back into it you can that's the, uh, the difference with practice rest, right? You pay attention. You come down, you rest, and notice that, hmm, I'm ready to get back in this thing, right? When we just check out, zone out, right? We we, we miss that, that moment often. Bring your knees in toward your chest, tuck your nose up toward your knees. When you inhale, we're gonna extend out long you can choose how low to bring your arms and legs, but have your head, your lowest rib, and your sacrum flat on the floor. And when exhale, curl in again as tightly as you can tuck. Inhale, reach out long head, lowest rib, sacrum flat on the floor. Breathe out like, with some uh, enthusiasm, breathe out. Then breathe in, let the breath be slow and steady. Breathe out, you get up there, get, the last, get that last bit of breath out. Breathe in, reach long.
1: Breathe out, little tightly in. Breathe in, reach long. Breathe out. And breathe. Breathe out, tuck tight.
0: Much of your spine as you can curl off the floor, curl. Tuck your chin in. Breathe in. When you reach heads down, lowest ribs down, sacrums down. Two more, curl
1: in, breathe all the way out. Inhale, reach long. And then curl in all
0: the way. Exhale, inhale, reach long. From reaching long, bring arms and legs up to parallel with each other. So. All fours, reaching for the ceiling. You going to lower your right leg down as far as you go to the floor with everything else staying just as it is. Sacrum flat on the floor, lowest rib flat, back of the head flat on the floor. Then bring the right leg back up to vertical with the left. Tighten them up. Then left leg down as far as you go with your sacrum, your lowest rib, back of your head, all anchored down. Back up. Everything's aligned. Tighten the legs. are straight. Right arm back behind you, just about to the line of your eye. And then bring back up, everything stayed where it was. You're back in parallel. Then left leg, or left arm, excuse me. Legs stay tight, make sure they're staying vertical. Left leg up. Then right arm and left leg are gonna go down together. You'll bring everything back up to parallel. Breathe in, left arm and right leg down together. Bring everything up to parallel. Right arm and left leg, tighten every limb. So everything's got a job, all four. Back, then left arm and right leg, everything tight. The ones reaching long to the ceiling, the ones reaching long to the front and back. Right arm and left leg. And back. Then left arm, right leg, breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Left arm, right leg. Breathe out. Right arm, left leg. And breathe out, bring them back up. Everything tight, everything parallel. Left arm, right leg. Bring it back up. And then knees to chest, give them a good hug in. Tightly in, knees out to the sides, feet together. Curl up, reach your arms through. So we're in reclined crow, hug knees to arms, breathe here for three and two. One more, hug knees in, press arms out. And then when you inhale, extend out long, arms back, legs forward, then knees over to the right and arms over to the left. And press your right arm to your left leg, left leg to right arm, three, and full breath in. Lift your left shoulder blade away from the floor, two, One more breath in, as you can rise with your upper body. Breathe all the way up, press the leg into the arm, then inhale, reach long. When you exhale, other side, side crow. right shoulder blade up off the floor, breathing here, arm to leg, leg to arm. Reach long through the right arm, keep lifting it, inhale, both arms straight and tight, reach, press leg into arm, inhale, and exhale here, press leg into arm, arm into leg, and then inhale, reach long, and exhale, hug your knees in, just your chest, arms wrap around, and then soles of the feet to the floor. Knees together, constructive rest pose, arms drop out to the sides, have a breath in, practice
1: rest. And breath out, practice rest. When you
0: inhale, bring your shin bones up to parallel with the floor, flex your feet. You can imagine hugging a block between your knees or you can place one there, arms out to the sides, and then knee side to side, belly twisting pose, hug in on the block, the whole sweep of this. So inner thigh, pelvic floor, lower abdominal muscles working to keep the legs steady in that right angle, that the leg bones make at the hip and the right angle of the leg bones make at the knee. Press your arm bones down, shoulder blades down, back of your head down. Breathe in as you move to the side. Use your exhale and with some enthusiasm. Exhale your way back to center and get out whatever you need to get out. Mostly with uh, exhales, it's breath. Like that's most. it. There may be something else too. Inhale, hover the legs just above the floor. You'll feel yourself rolling onto the edge of the hip and you'll stay just there before you exhale your way back to center. Another way to increase the work here is that end of the inhale, press your knees over towards the side wall, making that lever a little longer uh, as you go. So you really reach the top knee over to the side. If you just had a breakfast burrito, uh, you constructive rest would be a good idea right now. Otherwise, give that little reach. Last set through. Back into your center line. You've got the block between your knees. Take it in your hands. We'll extend the legs up. Block in the hands is going to, uh, you're gonna roll up and take that block to your feet. Then we're gonna take arms and legs down and then exhale catch the block from your feet and extend arms and legs down now down is relative so you can go halfway and that's down right you could go all the way like uh, don't touch the floor because that would kind of take something out of this but when you do take the limbs down your head your lowest rib and your sacrum are grounded on the floor so they're coming back they're getting that hint of Constructive rest pose, <laughs> the T's. No, actually what they're doing is, is bringing your spine to a neutral position and it's healthiest there for this kind of work. Particularly the low ribs tend to pop up, but also for some of us we're so habituated to the head being up in a crunch that will keep the head off the floor or just like
1: super light. When you put your head down, put your head down. Last one.
0: Next time, the block makes it back to your hands, or if you're using the imaginary block, you know what you're doing. Get to your hands, and then bring soles of the feet to the floor, knees together. Constructive rest. This time, bring hands to center line and feel your breathing underneath your hands. It's another solid way to rest. Right, so, resting with the arms out to the sides, good way to rest. When you're like. Just drop everything into the floor, right? And then hands at center line to feel the tone and quality of your breathing. So, you know, when you're ready to come back, so when we rest, right, it really has to do with feeling body. And usually like a couple breaths, like all we need to make it back into something that uh, you know, looks like a strong flow. Bring your knees back to right angles. Uh, you can... Uh, start with the arms in cactus or goalposts. We're going to extend the right leg forward and twist up to the left. So bicycle, then back, original start position, head and rib cages down, arms in cactus, then bicycle to the right. Back to the original start position, head and shoulder blades down, arms in cactus. Twist up. Inhale, center. Twist up to the right.
1: Inhale center. Exhale up to the left. Exhale up to the right. And bring
0: it back center. When you put your head down, really put it down. So that's twofold reasoning. One, like your neck does not need that strain. But two, it makes it more challenging to get to the next twist because you got to pick that whole thing back up again. And our body will subtly cheat by not putting it down so that it doesn't have to lift back up. But that cheating we get what we deserve in uh added work for the neck. So karma is a beast. I shall say because my mom is here, I'll we'll call it a beast. Arms over to the left. I think my mom's still here. I don't know. We're doing a lot of abs. <laughs> Take arms over to the right. She may have uh, hit the eject button. Back to center. And then twist over to the left. And back to center. Pause here. Supta Baddha Konasana. Soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. We'll bring hands again to central line, just a like hands on the abdomen, feel your breath. Now Supta Baddha Konasana for some of us does not feel like a rest. Right it's when a yoga teacher says that oh this is a resting pose we don't feel very rested uh, so you could take constructive rest again you could also try putting blocks underneath your legs to make it a much more uh sustainable posture for inner thighs could be inner thigh t- tension could be keeping you out of rest the other thing that for a lot of us self-included it's in the low back where we feel this and like we really don't need that. Um, so if you feel around your sacrum, definitely get the blocks or constructive breast, but do give yourself time to locate your breath. Notice how it's doing, feel its tone and quality.
1: Bring Knees into your
0: chest. Rock up to seated. we'll start with right leg in front of left in a seated cross legs, lift tall. When you lift tall, there's a good chance you'll feel uh, the abdominal work we just did. Let that support you as you lift. And again, if you need to uh, take a break, take a break. But when you take a break from good posture seated, we don't wanna take a break to bad posture seated, right? So you roll back down onto your back. You can come over to child's pose anytime. We're gonna sit tall. And then rock forward about halfway, you're still extended through the front body. And we're gonna rock a little side to side here, which I'm not gonna say it feels amazing, but pretty much if you were doing a lot of that uh, extension work in the abdominal series, the low back is gonna like this. uh,
1: Allow it to, to feel good, to be good. And we'll come
0: back to center. And you're working on fingertips on the floor of your mat. Pull the fingertips into the mat. Pull your heart forward, like this, with Sphinx. Elongate. And get a little back bend, and then exhale. We're going to bow over the legs. Let your head drop. If you've got a block nearby, you rest your forehead on that block. So Seated forward folds on. Uh, And cross legs, not necessarily resting poses because for many of us, there's some tightness here that we're working with. But you can have a restful countenance in the experience of muscles of your face lead to easier breathing, which can
1: make the pose more restful, even if it's not actually a rest. one up to seated and unwind that
0: and take the left leg in front. Sit tall again and find the elongation of front and back body, right? And when we sit, we wanna find that. So if you're not, maybe you take blocks underneath you, um, definitely uh, get yourself to a place where you can have lifted posture. And then as we move through things in seated posture, notice when you kind of zoned out in it, that happens, right? Um, we're going to lift, pause, feel good posture, set your gaze straight ahead at eye level. Right. That'll help uh, be a, a visual reminder of where good posture is. I'm going to tilt forward the hips, fingertips to the floor, and that little rock side to side, rib cage from one
1: knee to the other. I hope everybody else likes it as
0: much as I do because I, I don't know if it's a child of the 90s thing, but this is just. It's like... Speaking of flashback stuff, I heard this week that the Book It program is still alive and kicking. I don't know how many of you. Did any of you guys do Book It when you were in school? Like you read books and you got this button, this huge button, like and you got stickers for the books you read. And then you got a pizza and Just warm the cockles of my little heart to know that Book It's a thing and I would like to sign up. I would like, do you guys want to do a Book It program with the studio? Because I think that would be a good endeavor for us. When was the last time you had a button? You know, those things you could pin on your, um, man. Going back to center, sorry. Not actually, sorry. Uh, Let yourself drop down into the fold, head drop. I'm coming over to the screen because I really do have to know, like, uh, Laura McNeil, you did book it, didn't you? No, No. did anyone? Did anybody? Jess, you did? Good. Yes. Okay, we got let uh, excellent, good, Leanne yeah. did. You got a personal pan pizza, pizza hut, man, that was like a huge deal. That was... Maybe we can leave that part out of our our next one. Gretchen, can you find us a better food uh, delivery source for our our book prize? Thank you. Breath in and breath out. Come Up to seated and once more, just find that, that seated posture that, you know, Seated posture, even though it's Sukhasana easy pose, it's not a resting pose, right? You sit up, you lengthen, you feel what's going on. We're gonna take a side bend, lifting the right arm up, We're gonna head over to the left.
1: And then back to center and switch up the sides. And breath out back to center.
0: again, center up, set your gaze at eye level, lift up through the front and back of the body. and have a breath in, imprint this slow, steady breath, With face off, it's not a resting pose, but it's restful in the expression. Take hands to the mat and come over into hands and knees. A few rounds of cat and cow. We'll make our way to down dog. Press hands down, forward, slide your hips up and back. There have been classes that I have taken in which this is called a resting pose and I am just gonna get on the record. This is being recorded. This is not a resting pose. It has never been a resting pose. Um, it may feel more restful to some of us than others. It may be more restful than a one-legged crow, but down dog is a working pose. Uh, and we wanna take it on that way. Press your hands down forward, bend your knees, send your hips up and back, right, like, unless you did this in like a yoga sling, then, you know, then it's a resting pose, but I'm just gonna debunk that myth, you're, you're doing an arm balance, good, next inhale, come forward to a high plank, breathe all the way in. Your choice is stay here as you breathe out, that's a good idea, or bend your elbows as you breathe out. Either way, tighten the front of your body, lift the back of your head. Breathe in, upward facing dog, hands down, heart up. You can always put your knees down, right? That decreases uh, the tension there and might be a good thing. Tuck your toes, back to down dog, right? And then again, through the half series B, move forward to a high plank, your choice to stay and refine this, get stronger here or get stronger and bend your elbows. (laughs) Two choices, both involve getting stronger. Breathe in, upward facing dog.
1: Breathe out, down dog. Forward to
0: a high plank your choice to here, refine, bend the elbows and refine. Breathe in upward facing dog, your choice, knees upward down. And when you think about things like knees down, modification, think about it as relieving tension, right? not doing less, but relieving tension, which is probably one of the reasons why you're here. Right? If you came for more tension, um, I apologize. Come forward to high plank one more round. Tighten in here, get stronger. Low push-up also can be on the knees. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Right There's a certain amount of tension that's really good in a pose, it feels good. Down dog, breathe out. And then there's the tension that does not feel good. And you can identify that readily and do something about it. Look forward, walk forward to your hands. Take Ragdoll, wrap your arms, let your head drop, work strongly in your feet, press down and out. Let your body come to center and really work with the legs. If Things feel tense in your low back. Modification could be to bend the knees more, could be to walk the feet wider could be to put your arms on your legs. Right? Sometimes we try to avoid tension by wiggling around or rocking side to side and and rocking's great. I love rocking, you know, it's not a tension reliever. It's a distraction. Focus in and actually do the investigative work of what relieves tension for you, your personal body. If if this is a good thing, then you just stay with it, right? You just stay with your breath. Right. Increase the goodness. But avoidance is not resting and avoidance is not relieving tension. In fact, avoidance rarely leads to tension being reduced. You just apply that to your personal relationships. Tell me how. <laughs> release your hands to the mat and walk your feet together press your feet into the floor and roll up to standing mountain pose squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms fan your fingers
1: exhale, fold forward breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance
0: apart You'll step your right foot back into a low lunge. Reach up, crescent. When you exhale, you're going to bow. Bring your fingertips to hover over the mat. When you inhale, plant the hands and take the left leg up and back. When you exhale, knee to your chest and then step. Press into your feet to reach up. When you exhale, bow hands to heart. Then reach your fingertips toward the front of the mat. Don't put them down. Step the back foot up. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, reach in the mountain boat. Reach is the verb that you want there. Exhale, bow forward. Bend at your knees, send your hips back.
1: Breathe in, lift
0: halfway and walk your feet hip distance apart. You're on fingertips, lighten your hands as you step the left leg back. Breathe in and reach up, crescent. Breathe out, bow and hover the fingertips above the floor. Inhale, plant the hands, step the right leg up and back, three-legged dog. Then big step into the low lunge, pressing through your feet and not your hands to come up. Legs do the legs job, then hands reach forward. They don't touch, back foot steps up. Breathe in, touch if you need to keep from falling on your face for sure. Breathe in and breathe all the way out.
1: Drive your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose.
0: Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance. Right foot steps back, try to do it with no hands. Then inhale, reach up. When you exhale, bow and hover the hands. Plant them to take the left leg up and back. I don't know how you get around using hands here because it's an arm balance. Knee in, then step lightly, make no sound. Press into your foot, feet do the job of the legs, hands reach free. Hands to heart center, you reach the fingertips forward. Step the back leg up, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, and reach long. Front, back, sides of your body up.
1: Exhale,
0: fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Walk your feet hip distance. You show light in the fingertips as you step the left or back. You could hover the hands here. Press into your feet to reach up. Bow. Hover them right above where you want them. Inhale, plant them and take the right leg up and back, three like legged dog. Knee into your chest. Be sure you can hover that before you place it down. That means you're in control. Press down and reach up. Hands to the heart, they reach forward. You hover them, step the feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. And bow forward, breathe out. So a little control of things in this world, how we move our own body is one of those things. On a good day, (laughs) breathe in, (laughs) reach out. Uh, A lot of times we're just projectiles moving through space, but in a yoga practice, we have more choice than that. Bow forward, breathe all the way out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push-up, breathe all the way out. Breathe in, high push-up, and breathe out to down dog. If you got in the up dog rut, no big deal. Note that to yourself. Look forward, walk or lightly, hop. And you just have a little amusement at yourself for you know, just knowing what comes next. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. So a little control of what goes on in this room. Breathe in, reach up. You can control how you breathe and move. Bow forward, and you can also be completely out of control. (laughs) Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push-up. To high push-up, breathe in. To low push-up, breathe out. To upward-facing dog, breathe in. To To downward-facing dog, breathe all the way. When you inhale, take your right leg up and back. When you exhale, have a big step into a low lunge. Breathe in to straighten your front knee. Put your hands on the floor. And breathe out. Bend into your front knee. Bring your back knee down and inhale, reach the arms out. Exhale, bring your right arm down at your side. And inhale, reach long to the left arm. Good. As you exhale, hands down to the mat, step your back foot up, tuck the toes, lift the knee, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose, reach, extend.
1: Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway,
0: flap back and walk your feet. Hip distance apart. Sit back, ukatasana. Breathe in here. I know, right?
1: What the hell?
0: Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push-up.
1: to high push-up, to low push-up, upward-facing dog,
0: in reverse to Chaturanga, The high push-up, and downward-facing dog, breathe all the way out, breathe in, take your left leg
1: up and back,
0: Breathe out, a big step to low lunge. When you breathe in, straighten the front knee. Bow over the leg. When you breathe out, back into the lunge. Lighten your fingertips. Use your feet. Back knee lightly down. Inhale, reach up. Press into your front foot. Keep the knee over the ankle. Exhale, left arm down. It hugs the side body, hugs the hip actually. And then right arm reaches off. Exhale, back to center, fingertips down, back foot presses off, you step up, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, reach up, mountain
1: pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift
0: halfway and walk your feet mat distance apart. Breathe out, drop your hips down, turn the toes out to the sides, Malasana. Inhale, open the arms inside the legs, lift your chest. Exhale, bow, fold. Walk your feet together, inhale,
1: lift halfway.
0: Exhale, low push out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot directly forward. Be light as you do. Back leg like stays tight. Bow pull twist, right arm up. Rib cage rotates far open as you like. Then right hand down. You'll step your right foot back and walk your hands back to your feet. They're mat distance apart. You're going to set your hips back to that malasana. Then bow, wrapping your arms around your legs. Let your head drop. Walk your hands out to high plank and low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, put it in reverse and come back to chaturanga. Breathe into high plank and breathe out to down dog. Left foot forward, bow pull. And open, you turn the rib cage, the hand stays in line with the shoulder as it moves. Then hand down, step back with your feet, walk back with your hands, sit back to Malasana. Bow forward, hug arms around legs. Breathe in, walk it out. High plank. In my mind, I call that the bear crawl high plank. Breathe in. Upward facing dog, that may just start showing up as a thing. And back to low push-up, high push-up, to down dog, and to child's pose. Whether you extend your arms in front or at your sides, there's a really solid child's pose in which you put your head to the floor or a block. Everything gets still. And draws in, and you can breathe. And let it get still. Right? So that was on purpose. A lot of stuff uh, thrown at you, and now on purpose, we're taking this time to, to rest and allow the body to both both you know recover right? and learn to process what we just did. That's where rest is super important in our lives, is learning. our mind, body to have this time together, to just take whatever they take from what we just did. To do that. We have to do that practice of rest, where it's not just a time out or time to think about other stuff or to fidget. Right? I mean, like certainly, if you got an itch and you got to scratch, you got, itch an you got
1: to scratch.
0: But then there's that kind of checking out and avoidance that we do when we're uncomfortable, and it's okay but something that we can practice being more effective
1: with our time and energy. It's
0: offered in the yoga practice, baked in. Next inhale, come on up to your hands and knees. Right arm forward and extend the left leg back into bird dog. Balance here,
1: breathe. One more breath in.
0: When you exhale, slowly release hand, then knee. And other side as you
1: inhale, extend and balance, breathe. One more breath in. And
0: when you exhale, hand and knee to the mat. We'll tuck toes under and come up to downward facing dog. Press the floor away. Elongate through your spine. And breath in.
1: Open your mouth and let it go.
0: we'll shift forward about halfway to plank. Step the right foot about halfway up your pose between your foot and back and your hands. You get you know, the 50 yard line. Spin your heels over to the left. Press your left hand Now we'll lift the right arm. Up. You may find that there's a lot of pressure on the left wrist or uh, uh, shoulder elbow. Step the left hand out. Do be sure in any case it's out from underneath your shoulder. Press your right foot down. Press the outer edge of the left foot down. Lift the hips as high as they go. Keep the uh, right hand up there, reaching for the ceiling. The right arm may try to fall behind you. Reach straight out. Breath in. When you exhale, you're going to bring your right hand down to the mat and turn your right toes to face forward. Then lift the left limbs into
1: half moon. Reach straight up through the left middle fingertip there.
0: Breath in. When you breathe out, a slow release of the left limbs. Put the left limbs in down dog. Then the right limbs in down dog. Adjust as needed when you
1: got there, but you were close. Breath in. You breathe out. You're gonna come
0: forward to that midway between the nether plank. When you get there, left foot steps halfway up that center court. I guess is the more appropriate um, the sports metaphor at this point in time, uh, since it's March. When turn your heels over to the right, press your right hand down. Do be sure it's a little out from underneath the shoulder. Left arm reaches up in the step over side plank. Press your right hand down. Press the outer edge of the left foot, right foot down, and press the entirety of the left foot down. Left foot, all three points into the mat. Right foot, that outer edge into the mat. Upper arm, middle finger to your ceiling, like, like, book a hole in it. Or, you know, flip the teacher off. That's totally fine too. Do a strong middle finger action straight up. On your exhale, left hand comes down to the mat in line with the right. Turn left toes to face the hands. Open the right limbs into half moon.
1: Good. Really good.
0: And this is serious technical action, guys. Squeeze the upper arms, upper limbs. And squeeze the lower limbs, too, while you're at it. Breathe in. Then keep the right limbs tight as you slowly bring them down and put the right limbs into your down dog. Then adjust the left to meet them.
1: Breath here. Breath out. Look through your hands walk
0: or hop to seated. Come down onto your back and go directly to bridge or wheel. So you roll down and there's no stopping point. There's just vinyasa. It's not rushed. You don't have to get there soon, but you're not stopping.
1: Breath in and breath out. One
0: more breath in. High as you go, wide open as you go. And exhale slowly down and back to Supta or constructive rest, whichever you prefer. In the context of down-regulating your nervous system. So we just did. Couple things that are also baked into our practice the, the technical work of balance and the expansive work of back bends right, that go really well with a few moments, doesn't have to be a lot of neutral. Right? Not trying to stretch anything or get anything done, but to allow the nervous system to settle again any kind of mind mapping that went on during that right? when we learn a new skill or do something a new way and we invite those new neural pathways right?
1: Give them time to settle in At the same
0: time it's also allowing the body to be ready for what's next.
1: It's like fresh snow over sled tracks. Mm -hmm. Bring your knees together. Bring them in
0: onto your chest. Mm -hmm. Flex your feet, fan your toes. Actively draw knees in, so apanasana. Uh. We'll, we'll think of it as a low back stretch evenly on both sides as much as possible. You may find that one of your hips pulls up more than the other. You may find that one foot pulls out more than the other. Just get as even as possible in this knees to chest. Use your biceps, hug in. And then legs up in the air vertical. Flex your feet. You're going to lower your right leg down until you've got... As low as you're gonna go with your sacrum, lowest rib, back of your head on the mat. Take the legs out to the side like you were in a hallway and press into the walls. Then bring them back into line with their own hip. Imagine squeezing in against, I don't know, that'd be a weird wall to put right there, but you get it. And press out into the walls with the outer edge of the feet. Then when you bring them back into center again, Find alignment with your own hip. Okay, so that we're not crossing center. Okay. And then one more time out to the side. Pressing those walls. And then pull back into the center really strong. In line with your own hip. Bring the right leg back up. Good. And left leg down. Both legs are tight. Breathe in. Take the legs out to the side. Like You're just trying to make that hallway wider. Press out into the walls. Bring it back into center, just in line with the, their own hip right? and back out. There's this precision quality of moving back into center rather than crossing center line. Uh, it does engage more abdominal uh, stuff, we'll call that, uh, and more mental stuff. Right? Find just in line. Find just hallway width. And then back into that center line, both legs tight in line with their own hip, bring left leg up and hug your knees in, Apanasana, be still here, rest, and soles of the feet to the floor, walk them out wide, and let the knees sway in, windshield wipers, and so Contrasting what we just did, which was that really precise, be aware of how you're lining this up. Windshield wipers often, uh, you know, just go, and they just go. You could be really precise about this. And maybe if that's your personality and like you like that, by all means. And, and every once in a while, like, yeah, actually do uh, explore the real precise lines of this for fun, only for fun. This is that time to allow the flow state to happen. And uh, there's a level of the mental engagement around that flow state that keeps us in the yoga practice because we could totally do this and think about what we're going to have for breakfast, right? Or we could do this and feel the massage on the back of the hips, feel the articulation of the leg bones in the hip socket, check in with the muscles of the face and throat. The passage of breath in and out. And then we're still doing yoga. And back to center. Soles of the feet to the mat. Cross your right foot to the outside of the left thigh. And then let that whole thing turn over to the left so that the right foot comes to the floor. You catch the right shin with your left hand. And you press leg into hand, hand into leg. (laughs) Now, how much pressure, that's completely your choice. Like, the volume knob is yours. Right? But the act of engaging like that, it keeps your mind here. Right? We could just do this and you know, we could think about the strife of the world. But please don't. Anyway, by Giving ourselves something to pay attention to that is like within ourselves and actually helping to make this space where you live better. Right? And you're engaging in useful time and energy. Right? But, you know, we, we don't always get to do that all day long. There's some degree of spinning our wheels that we all will feel from time to time. There's some degree of checking out that we will all do from time to
1: time. When we get on the mat, it can be All productive.
0: Undo this. Come Back to center. Close the feet to the mat. Pause where you land and and center up. Feel your hips from the back of your head on one line. Cross the left foot to the outside of the right thigh. Let that whole operation twist its way over to the right until... Right leg and the left foot are on the floor. And if you can catch the shin, catch the shin. And if that's not happening yet, uh, let, your, let your right leg help the left leg stay in place. Press the left leg forward. You press the hand back into the leg. But the joining of those two creates what uh, we call in-range engagement. You don't need to know that. The word engagement is the important one there. Engage fully in this twisting hip opener. Or you're engaged fully in your breathing. Engaged in an inner
1: inquiry into your own experience. One more round of breath here. Undo it, come back to
0: center. Knees to chest and happy baby or any finishing pose that you like, something that helps you get ready for
1: relaxation. ultimate rest, the the capital S, Shavasana. Shavasana is built
0: into the practice Is also that idea of we lay ourselves out, we let things become just neutral. Be as comfortable as you can. And unstretched, un- bound right so neither folded in any way or stretched in any way and if you need to adjust the positioning to feel that way that's cool like you could fold at your knees right if your low back is feeling overstretched you can you can balance things like
1: that but to be in this state of nothing mm-hmm.
0: A literal translation of Shavasana as corpse pose
1: right, is being complete with this thing, with this cycle. We have laying down the stuff that was. Moving into an unknown space. What is and what is to be. laying down of the stuff, the resting from the work allows us that freedom, the present, the next. If you'd like to stay here a while,
0: please do. When you're ready to move on, start with wiggling your fingers
1: and your toes. Then roll to your right side. Make your way out to seated. Big shoulder shrug.
0: And sit tall with a relaxed precision. So it's not resting. But there's a restfulness to how you're arranging yourself and how you feel in your body.
1: Bring our hands together at heart center.
0: Comes to forehead center.
1: Stay. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Have a great day. Rest, relax, (laughs) R&R,
0: red wine. And thank you for joining us here.